We're going yeah. live, guys. Go live. This is a presentation of Northeast Streaming Sports. He was a giant, and he was a cowboy. Now these two former rivals have joined forces to bring you the most insightful, perceptive, and controversial sports talk podcast in America. Former Dallas Cowboys defensive end Jim Jeffcoat locks horns with former New York Giants wide receiver Byron Williams. And now, here's Byron Williams and Jim Jeffcoat. Good evening, Byron. How you doing, Jim? I'm doing great. Doing great. A lot of stuff to talk about tonight. There's going to be a lot of stuff we got to get in an hour. But let's start it off with one of your favorite players. Who was that? Joe Beckham Jr. is going to the Ravens. Absolutely. I was so happy to see that happen. I see. I see the smile on your face. I'm excited. I'm excited about the Ravens this year. I think if I think he had a whole full year to get get his knee where he needed to get it. And to, um, he going to bring some excitement to the city. And I guarantee you, once they print off his jerseys, he's going to be the number one selling jersey in Baltimore. I, I don't think so. If Lamar Jackson's there, he would have the number one selling jersey. But, no, but, I, but I do think he's going to bring excitement to the, to the team. You think he's a number one receiver? Absolutely. I don't think he's two. He's in the top. He's in the top ten. Two ACL tears. He's in the top ten. You saw what happened with Michael Gallup when he came back last year. Michael Gallup is not Odell Beckham, and I just think too, um, the way knee surgery is going this day and time, I think these doctors are doing a lot better on getting getting. Michael Gallup had his. So you're saying two years ago. Now they done a better job. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just saying that it's it's certain degrees of knee injuries, knee, knee injuries. So Michael Gallup looked. He did. I don't know how. I, I I had to check his heart. He he came back and he was pretty soft. He couldn't walk, Collie. I mean, get Wait, maybe he came back head. too. Maybe he came back too soon. When I'm saying Odell Beckham ended up sitting out the whole year. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. But so, so I'm thinking. I think in time is a factor. Michael might have been maybe two or three more weeks needed, not to, before he before he went to training camp or whatever. But he 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 came back a little bit quicker. But you Michael know, was a tremendous player before he got injured. No doubt, and Michael. Now there's rumors that they might bring Cedric Wilson back if Miami cuts him. Well, why should Miami cut him? Because they um, got all those receivers. They got too many receivers right now. But they paid him pretty good money to get him over there. So I yeah, think he yeah. I think I think he he would fit their repertoire. And they brought in another receiver. I'm gonna have to look it up, but they just brought in another receiver too. Yeah. So, you know, in the next, I guess between it's 14 days before the draft, 15 yeah. days. Um, you know, it's on the 27th, I guess, uh, 28th. And um there's a lot of teams going making a lot of moves between now and next two I would agree. I would agree. Um, there was some moves now made besides OBJ. Um, obviously, Detroit um, traded the DB they picked in the third round when Matt Patricia was coaches. They traded him to Atlanta. He's from TCU, too. Yeah. Is it Jeffrey Okum? Okum. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, Jeffrey Okum. I think that's who it is. Yeah, so they traded him to Detroit for a fifth round pick to get a guy third in the draft and trade him. Uh, that was a bad pick, man. Well, you know, you know that's why I said sometimes you know players are overrated. Of course, you're gonna miss and hit every now and then on some of these players, and but most of the time they they really. Um, pretty precise on 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 the skill set of the players. But let me ask you this when you say that, Eli Apple, he struggled in New York, but he played pretty good for um Cincinnati. He struggled in New Orleans, but his third team, he played better. He, he is think, a real kid. 
That, that, that sometimes that goes to show you too that sometimes it's the, it's the location of the and the chemistry and the style of, of defense uh, offense that you uh, put a player in. That is true. And now also um, with the Giants, uh, Saquon Barkley goes to Arizona to work out with Daniel Jones and the rest of the offensive players. But then when they have voluntary workouts, he doesn't show up. <coughs> Because obviously he can't, because he didn't sign his uh, tag yet, his transition or is it a franchise tag? Yeah, and you know you don't want to go work out in those type of settings and get hurt. Yeah, uh, you know it's it's one of those timetable to where you don't want to do too much, but you want to make sure that he probably can get that go over there and get the milk milk uh, reps in, as well as getting chance to meet the. The players and get the chemistry in and, and making sure that he uh stays up to date on everything. They might have some difficulties getting Saquon back in the fold. They might have Yeah, some- they, they said that he really don't want to sign the franchise tag. That's what we was yeah. hearing. And if that's the case, then they might need, need to start calling his agent and maybe just start negotiating. Well, here's the problem is if he signs the franchise tag, I think it's like ten point one million. And I think he, it should be. It should be maybe I would. Usually, usually the franchise tag for running back should be around twelve. I don't 14. think it's very much. It might be twelve. Yeah, but it's not as much. So he might be thinking that he's not. Well, I think what kind of somebody, somebody had a franchise tag between twelve and fifteen million for running backs. Mm-hmm. So there, the running backs are being devalued. It's going to be interesting because there's a lot of free agent running backs on the market right now, and some good ones. Austin Eckler from uh, the Chargers. Uh, they're saying that Devin uh, Cook, Dalvin Cook, would might be on there, and you got Fournette on there, Leonard Fournette. You got Zeke Elliott. I mean, there's quite a few, and there's um quite a few that could play still. Yeah, no doubt. I I just think um and plus all those guys you just named are veterans and seasoned guys. And um I just think they just got to go to the right team. Yes. And um it's it's all about getting in with the right coordinators and making yeah. sure that, you know, Every one of those uh, those running backs that you call out, most of them can catch out the backfield too. So mm-hmm. most of them are, are, are two tier type players. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be interesting because it seems like at a certain age, um, the um, running backs are getting kind of phased out. They use them for a couple of years, beat them up, and then. Put them on the track. They a lot of them are not making it to a second contract, which is yeah. That's, I guess that's why you want to do two years, three years. Well, at most. You remember in the first uh first contract, uh you get only if you're a late round draft choice, you can do four years. But if you're in a high pick, you can only do you only get four in an option. Yeah. Remember that correctly. Yeah. yeah. So that's to a deterrent for a running back whose career is shorter. Yeah, because if you go 28 to 30 years old, not too many people want to, you know, they're they looking this way. Yeah, and then there's Mark Ingram out there too, and he's 33. Yep. He's still playing. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and so sometimes they pick a lot of those players up in mid, mid-season when the injuries and stuff stack up. And yeah. – uh, you you, can see, you see that happen more and more now this day and time. Yeah, yeah, but we'll see what happens. Um, not a lot of cowboy news this week. Um, been what do you mean, news? Y'all going to make the news every week? That's we're supposed to, you know. We're the premier team. You know, I'm man. so sick and tired of these damn cowboy fans around here. Um, running, <laughs> running around these fans call from Arkansas. Huh? And cowboy. Even your grandkids are Cowboys fans. They they live up there. Oh, uh, <laughs> are your grandkids Cowboys fans? <clears throat> they daddy, they daddy's a Cowboy fan. He's a a University of Michigan fan, and he's a Cowboy fan. 
<laughs> he grew up in Dallas. Oh, okay. Okay. But, but you know, I'm teaching the boys the real truth, true meaning of football. So you're teaching them to be a cowboy fan, the real true meaning. So yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> I got some I got some football magazines over here. Yeah, you oh, almost slipped. You said I got some cowboy magazines. You almost slipped. <laughs> I got some football magazine. Uh, football with the cowboys on the front of them. So don't be don't be ashamed. I do have I do have a uh, Tom Landry book. You do? Mm-hmm. I have Tom Landry's book too. I looked I looked at it the other day. I'm packing up something. I do have his book. Yeah, yeah. Because what he used to I do. I have Bill Parcells's uh, biography. Uh, yeah, I, I looked. I, I read now through Bill Parcells stuff of the day. I'm looking at some book. Read. So you have to sometimes remind yourself of what gentlemen like those great coaches come from. Uh-huh. So when you go and share, I, I might go do a football camp this weekend. So you go and share some stories to these guys. Yeah. They they don't do their homework. Yeah, guys like me, you got to do your homework. Yeah, you do. And so, you know, Vince Lombardi, you know, those type of coaches, you know, just go and take a peek in their books. A lot of those great coaches at at one time or another were involved with the Cowboys, except Jimmy Johnson. Well, I I even picked up a book out there with Bud Grant in it. So, I mean, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. Um, Yeah. You know, um, I showed you that thing with the winning percentages in the Super Bowl era. Yeah, and I know. Yeah. I know you, you still win, but um, it's kind of interesting to um, that the Cowboys are first, obviously, and they've won five Super Bowls. But the Minnesota Vikings being second, that kind of blew my mind because the question that was asked, was would you no 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 the second place with the Pittsburgh Steelers? Oh, the end of Steelers? yeah. But the question the is, yeah. Huh? But my question is, is would you rather be a team that's a 11 12 win team every year or win Super Bowls? Oh, you're not good for 10 years, Super Bowl every 10 years, yeah. I, it's nothing like going to the Super Bowl. So, if you think about the Super Bowl, you have to you have to get the Super Bowl because you kind of gonna be like, kind of like you kind of gonna be like the Cowboy fan right now. <laughs> they shooting in in the parking you know, lot last year. You talk about that, but the Giants actually but, but, had a longer streak than the Cowboys. But what I'm saying though, Jim, what is the last time that I won the Super Bowl? '93, right? No, '95. No, it's not ninety four. Yeah, they lost it. They uh beat Pittsburgh. Ninety four. It was the ninety five. Was the last time. Okay, well, that's 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 long. That's longer than Giants. Yeah, but no, if you look at it, the Giants had a longer streak of not winning the Super Bowl than the Cowboys. I don't know about that. We 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 went to the Super Bowl two thousand seven. The Super Bowl in the Super Bowl era era. The Giants had a longer streak because you remember the Giants were really bad until Parcells got there. I understand that. I, yeah, you're right. They, they were just an afterthought. They even let Herb Edwards, the first first one, that was all he had to do was kneel down. It was Pisarji. Joe, I grew up there. I know Herb Edwards. Herb Edwards, are you kidding me? I know that was that off the Eagles. That's they were gonna lose the game. Oh yeah, the game was won. The game was won. Yeah. And Joe Pasarge, are you serious? I can't. I hate. I can't even stand that play. <laughs> that will live, live in infamy. That's as bad as um, what's the quarterback for the Jets with the butt fumble? Mark, um, he's on TV now. Oh, Mark, oh, 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 from USC? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark, I forgot his name. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's it's crazy that. Yeah. Uh, and that's like um, Hans Romo. All he had to do was hold the ball. They kicked the field goal. They won the game. Tony Romo? Yeah. 
This I was reading the article. Well, every now and then, you know, you get some, you get some brain farts. Yeah. Plays. That is true. That is true. <laughs> brain, brain fart plays. I guess. I guess so. I guess so. But that is true. You do have plays that you regret. Everybody does if you play. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you say, "Why did I do that?" And you, things like that. Shoot, one game I lined up. Three times, well, I really lined up four times. They only called me three times. Offsides? Offsides? Yes. Well, something wrong with one of your eyes or what? Yeah. I think I I had allergies and my eyes were all messed up. Who knows? But I lined up. Yeah, you probably, no, I know what happened. I offered the line, you probably played the Giants and you you, you (laughs) cross eyed, looking like cross eyed. You you think that you lined up (laughs) offside, but you're offsides. Not against the Giants. Yeah, right. Because I own the little Giants. <laughs> I own the little Giants. <laughs> yeah, that sometimes I mean sometimes you do have some hiccups out there on the football field. Yeah, you do. If you play, mm-hmm. you're gonna have hiccups. It's I mean, it's just a part of the game. You just hope it is not on a consistent basis because you won't be around long. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, but then some players you always have hiccups. Barry Sanders. Nobody wanted to play Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders makes it look so bad. Oh, he man. he had instincts like in and out of his head, man. It's just amazing some of the moves that he would do. And uh, you know, I had signed with them in '90, and and in my locker right next to Barry Sanders, and uh, he would do these. He would just do simple lifts. He'll he'll do like over the shoulder lift, and you know he had the strong shoulders. Yeah. And them legs was this huge Mario Robert Newhouse legs back in wow. the day. And uh just power, just it compact, compact. And he got it, it's like he got eyes all around his head. And he could just make some moves oh, like crazy. Crazy moves. Crazy. And yeah. you knew you played in the NFL because every player that's ever played in the NFL is on his highlight film because <laughs> He ain't bad nobody's in the barracks. He's like, oh man. <laughs> his highlight tape, his highlight tape is just I mean, he made some guys look bad, bad. Yeah, I have never seen a running back like him to this day. And I well, played I, I, Yeah, not 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 and you know, he left on you know, if he would have came back and played another year, ain't no telling what would happen. Yeah, but yeah. It I was just yeah, I guess he was just I guess he just got burnt out. I don't know. You always wanted to trap him because you didn't want to be there by yourself because you knew it was a – you couldn't win. I mean, you couldn't just tackle him. You Nobody single tackled him. No. Nah. Nah. You just trapped him and then get him down on the ground. A, a bunch of y'all jump on him. You know – Extremely strong. We When we played, we played Chicago and uh, – I mean, it was he uh Chicago um running back was awesome as well. Yeah, Walter Payton. Walter Payton was awesome, I'm telling you. And then um, you know, they talk about you know, Walter would run over you. He said he was going out of bounds, and they think he'll run over you. Yeah, and he was a heck of a blocker. Yeah. He ran that split back, meaning two backs. I yeah. had Matt Shuey was the fullback. Yeah, Walter cut you. He tried to hurt you. No, he tried to hurt you. He tried, he tried to, hurt you. to hurt you and laugh about it. <clears throat> He'd laugh about it as he did it. So. Yeah, yeah. So I got a chance to see some real good, good running back. Yeah, we've, we've been blessed to see some great players. Yeah, yeah some, some real good in every position. And yeah, position, you know. Yeah, and uh, what, what about your boy Aaron Rodgers? They gonna get get ready to sign him or what? What you think? David Bakatori, who is the offensive uh, left tackle for Green Bay, mm-hmm. said it's a given that uh, Green Bay, I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers will be a Jet. And then the um, general manager for the – Mark Murphy. Mark Murphy. Murphy, who played for the uh, Redskins as a kicker. He said that they're working through it now. I think it's going to be either during the draft or on the eve of the draft, they're going to trade him. Well, maybe, yeah. Maybe that's what they're waiting for the special time and to, to highlight it. Yeah. Here's the problem you run into. 
I would, um, and we've argued this on the Sunday show, I wouldn't give up a first-round pick for Rodgers because you don't know how long he's going to be there. But yeah. if he gets you to the playoffs, maybe a conditional one next year, the condition is he's got to get you into the playoffs. Well, I can say this. Aaron Rodgers, and um, is, is he work out. He he don't. He, I don't think his body goes into no type of uh, funk or anything. I think he's still on top of his health. So I think in, he got at least four or five more years. But here's the problem you run into. You never know because he's one of those guys that might walk in the next day and say, yeah, I got enough. And that's it. He's a, he's, and I'm not saying that's bad, but he, you might have him for one year. You might have him for five years. Well, I think he, I think he kind of still want to uh, go out to Tom Brady, some of Tom Brady stuff. I think he going, yeah. you know, I think that's, that's what he's, he's, he's uh, on task to do. But here's also an issue is he's only won one Super Bowl. He's only won one Super Bowl. He's won what four MVPs, but he's only won one Super Bowl. And you think going to the Jazz, you think their team good enough to go? That's my point. I don't know if they're good enough right now to go. That is that is a point. Yeah, it'll be remaining to see. But we got a lot of things. We don't have a lot of time. Right now is the game that's on in the playing playing game is the Toronto Raptors, and the uh, Chicago Bulls. And right now, it's 58-47 to 47 Raptors. Siaka, um, the um, player for the Raptors, played here in Dallas. Did you know that? He played in the AAU. He played at a Gonzo County. like guys that played here in Dallas usually go and do well. Play yeah. here. And he's playing against Lamar Rosen, who's a good player too. Oh, Lamar Rosen, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the play, and you know, it's one and done, basically. So Chicago, there. yeah, Chicago playing the Raptors. Yeah, they're playing them now. And then and, okay, and the okay, yeah, see you're playing uh, New Orleans later on tonight. Yeah, I think the Thunder gonna win. Think the Thunder gonna win? Yeah, I think the Thunder is gonna win. I like the way the Thunder's playing. Yeah, they're getting better. They got they can't team basketball. Team now, basketball. Yeah. Now think about this. They lost their number one pick. He was out for the year. The kid from Gonzaga. Yeah. And they're still, you know, having the opportunity to make it in the playoffs. Right. But the thing I'm seeing with the great players these days is they don't play any defense. They're not playing any defense. You know, I was just looking at the game with Chicago and um, the Raptors. Actually, the Raptors play better defense than the Chicago, but Zach Levine wasn't covering anybody. Yeah. Uh, DeMar Rosen wasn't covering anybody. They had uh, Beverly in there, and Beverly, all he wanted to do is fight you. <laughs> he, wanna, he should play football. He's a defensive back. He really is. He yeah. really, Patrick Beverly is a defensive back. Yeah. He he yeah. always trying to fight. Always trying to fight. He's always trying to fight in everything instead of just play. I mean, he and then you know, he was uh, really trying to beat up Siakam, <coughs> you know, and he just looked at him, smiled, and shot right over him. The the one thing I see in basketball, NBA basketball, it is becoming more physical. Yeah, yeah, but it's. It was more physical in the 80s. Oh, yeah. And it was more physical in the the early uh, the early 80s with Magic, Bird. Uh, then Detroit took over, and they made it really physical. They, they were not you off. <laughs> they became brutal. They, they, they played football, basketball. Yeah, they did, because they had the Bruce Brothers. Yeah. And, um, God, what's his name? The other guy. Mahomes, Mahomes, and Cam Lambier. Bill yeah, Lambier. Yeah, yeah. Those two would try to beat you up. Lambier, man, he he. You didn't come in that. He didn't come in that paint. Ooh, no, because you don't get clothesline. You were close. They didn't. Hey, they ended a lot of guys' days. That's why I said 
if a lot of people would just look at those 80s tapes, highlight tapes, yeah, they'll appreciate where the game has come from. Yeah, because that was brutal. I mean, you couldn't even make a layup. Ah. You couldn't even make a layup. But you know who really plays like that? Who? I don't uh is Memphis. But Memphis lost their center. Adams, he's out for the year. Yeah. Adams is out. And Dylan Brooks, shoot, he might be uh play away from getting the, his final tech, and he might be out a couple games. Yeah. They play the Lakers. The Lakers beat the Lakers. Um they beat Minnesota. Yeah, last night. Tim, Tim, and they led the whole way, the whole, yeah. the whole game. Yeah, yeah. They were up by nine in the fourth quarter. Lakers and the Lakers would have won it in regulation time. But Anthony, um, Anthony Pounds, Davis. Pounds? No, Anthony Davis. Oh. Uh, Conley went up for the shot, and he missed it. Davis bumped him, and they called the three-point foul. And oh, that's yeah. how he got the overtime. That's Yeah. And, yeah, Conley hit the three-point, hit the three-free throw. Yeah, throws. he all did all three throws. Conley, so 35 years old. Huh? Huh? Conley, 35 years old. He hit those you know, free throws. My son played against Conley, my oldest son. University of Arkansas? Not, yeah. But he was – when they were all in the AAU. Okay, okay, okay. He played for this team called the Arkansas Hawks. Yeah. And then, you know, his father was um, gold medalist with the uh, long jump. Yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah, he was trying to count. Yeah, he, he was All-American. Yeah. He could long but, jump. Tri he triple jump, long jump. Yeah, LeBron had 30. But here's the amazing thing. Dor Jordan retired at 38. LeBron's still scoring 30 points at 38. And people say he ain't that good. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, but I, I, it's a different type of game what Jordan played than what LeBron is playing. I would agree, but LeBron and I don't. I know. See, I know. Saw Jordan said not no game. That's he, true. But they LeBron said no out. He'll sit out six games, two games. Jordan didn't sit out no game. No, but also LeBron is a bigger player than Jordan was. LeBron is a mixture. Of players, he's a mixture of Magic Johnson. Yeah, Harvard. He'll tie it in. Yeah, he really is. He really is. He has some unique skills. He's not a scorer like Kobe or Michael Jordan. But to his credit, Michael Jordan was Defensive Player of the Year. People forget that he played defense. I'm telling you, he was competitive too. He and he and he'll put something in your ear and tell you, hey. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna defense you tonight. Yeah, and they had some great players in that era. So, but I think LeBron is a great player. Good evening, Craig. How are you today? What's up, Craig? Good evening. But uh, yeah, there's certain things that LeBron does better. I think LeBron's a better passer than Jordan was. Yeah, LeBron. He he. Uh... He he really worked his game. I mean, he he really has done 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 well. No, it's just hate that they got to compare him with Michael Jordan. I think yeah, everybody got their own little specialty. That Michael Jordan was the, the greatest player that ever played. You, you see what they sold his shoes that he wore? Two point five million. Yeah, he only won one time. Yeah. And they sold for two points. What are you gonna do with a pair of sneakers? I don't know. You're gonna put them in a case and they just gonna be there. At some point they're gonna deteriorate, <laughs> right? They are, yeah, they they definitely gonna deteriorate. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I just these are questions. Well, that was, that's somebody wanna help out charity, so you think so? I don't no, I think no. it was an auction. Yes, yeah, it's, it's some type of auction, yeah. So I don't know, but um, they play, like I said, the Timberwolves. I'm not Timberwolves. They play Memphis, the Grizzlies. So they got to deal with John Moran and Dylan. And yeah. They got to uh, um, Jackson, who's getting better. Uh, 
uh, Jaron Jackson. So that's another thing with basketball too. You got all these different leagues now. You got the D League, the E League. I know. You got, you got uh, the three on three basketball now. Um, so it's just a lot of basketball than ever before. Yeah. There's a good uh, thing. Um, Abdul, Mabdul Salam, I think, not Salam. Um, he was Chris Jackson at LSU. Mm-hmm. There is a documentary on him on uh, Showtime. It's really good. If you ever get a chance, look at that. Okay. Yeah. Raul, I think, is Matt, something, uh, Mabdul Raul. Okay. But it's really a good one about it because he's playing, he's in his 50s and he's playing in that three on three league. Yeah. Yeah. That three on three league is really because they ain't got to run that far, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, the uh, other game you talked about it before the Oklahoma Thunder play um, the Pelicans. Obviously, Zion Williamson is not going to be back. And uh, my thing about Zion Williamson, is he's always going to struggle because of size. He may be too big. That's what you think? Yeah, and everybody says, well, Shaq was a 300-pounder. Yes, but Shaq was seven, what, one? Yeah. Zion is, what, six, 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 seven? Something like that. <clears throat> and he's three, almost 300 pounds. He's a big boy. So that takes a pounding on you running up and down the court. And it's not about that. It's about health. And can he stay healthy? That's what it's about. And and he had he been hurt every year. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he's been hurt. So that's going to be interesting. I would pick the Thunder to win that game. You pick the Thunder. Yeah, but then, uh, the the Pep- the the New Orleans Pelicans. So they've been they've been playing pretty good. They've yeah, yeah, good. they got a couple of players on their team. Yeah, you know, other than him. But I just think that he would be the one that can get him over the top. Yeah, they need him. They they really need him. Yeah. Um, because it would be hard to defend them if he was out there on the court, for sure. That would help Bill and McCollum, too. Yeah. For them. Yeah. And the other game is um, the Atlanta Hawks beat. Um, Miami Heat. The Miami Heat. And nobody expected that. No, and they beat Miami Heat in, in, in Miami. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But so, you know, I I like Coach uh, Signet. Uh, Sign- uh, his name is uh, Signer or Signet. Yeah, he's been, he's been uh, Utah. Yeah, Van. His name Van. Uh, but he uh, he brings he brings it. He can coach. I, yeah. I, I think yeah, I, I think too. Know. You got to start looking at the coaches when you start talking about some of these teams. You know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's gonna be some new coaches because already Houston is got gonna have a new coach, and there was somebody else that let their coach go. But you're right. Yeah, he was there. He played for. Uh, didn't he play for the um, Duke? Yeah, yeah, I think he was a Duke. Yeah, Duke Devil. Yeah, so you're right on that. Um, it's gonna be some. Uh, it's gonna be interesting. But here's what I'm finding out, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. First of all, my big thing is is how many French players do you know that were really successful in the NBA? How many bench players? French. French. There's not that many. I could name Tony Parker. Yeah. Better to a certain extent. Yeah. There was one more. I, I keep forgetting his name. They're saying the number one pick in the whole draft is going to be a guy from France. What? And his his name begins with a B. I can't even say his name. But he's he's tall. He's 7'4", but he's skinny, and he's not a post player. He's a perimeter player. Well, you know that Ruben Gobert, he's a French guy. Yeah. But, you know, did you see him punch his teammate? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, but that wasn't the only fight. The Clippers were fighting, too. Yeah. But I, I saw that. But Gobert, to me, is a different he's his character. So. Yeah, they – they uh yeah, uh, no doubt Tony Parker is in the yeah, top five. 
Yeah, there's no, there's one more. So, yeah. But, Even a uh, fortier, fortier, New York yeah. Knicks. Yeah, that was him. Yeah, Evan. It was those three, but there's not a lot of French players there. Yeah. There's not a lot of French players that have excelled in the NBA. Right. Now there's come a lot of Spanish from Spain. Yeah. There's been yep. quite a few. And then you had um, Ginobili from Argentina. So you had some of those. Kobe Bryant played over, over in Europe, didn't he? Yeah, he played in Italy. Italy. Because his yeah. father, Jelly Bean, was there. And so Jelly Bean? Dad ain't Jelly Bean? Yeah, Jelly Bean Bryant. Okay. And then Luca played in Italy before he started them when he was 14 or 15 playing pro basketball in Italy. Lucas said he just an offensive player. He ain't no defense player. He yeah, that's, he did say that. <laughs> and Kyrie's the same way, though. How are they going to win a championship with two guys that don't cover anybody? Well, the other three better be passing defense. Yeah, but you got to have – I mean, they can't – three people can't cover five. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, that is so, so true. Yeah. The game is, is just like football. It's changed. It's changing. You got the, the, are they gonna make any kind of rules? I mean, they letting them play though. I mean, yeah, they are. They are, and you. I agree with you. It's getting more physical. Well, one of the things that we talked about this year with the NFL Players Association is that there will be more players, former players, being referees. Yes. Matter of fact, <clears throat> one former cowboy. His name is Keith Jones. Is a referee. Yeah. You're going to see more former NFL players refereeing the NFL. But is that good or bad? I think it's going to be overall going to be good, but it could be bad if you don't, you probably don't need to let the referees ref the teams that they play for. Oh, no question. And he hasn't refed them because he used to coach and he used to be a ref in college, but I'm sure you know, that. With the eye in the sky now, they got cameras everywhere. I think you, it's hard to make mistakes. So I, I think the game will be better. I think the game will be uh, more and more. Uh, I think you feel more comfortable with the players and coaches can. Yeah, but you still got the same issues. They can't see everything. They can't. But the, but the, but the players can talk to the players can talk to the ref a little bit more and intensified to where you know I can have a conversation with them. About some little things. Yeah. And one of the things referees out there for for your safety, they uh they 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 making sure that you uh if you concuss that you can get off the field. I mean, I guess yeah, they, but they are, call, say you know? if it's a, now they won't review roughing the quarterback and things like that. And last year bothered me from being a D lineman. You sack a quarterback. That's a sack. But now you can get a rough in the quarterback on a sack. And I think that's sad. I, I really do. I think I think the, the rules have gone sour already, and they're just making it even worse. Yeah. Now, I understand when a receiver's coming over the middle, you can't launch yourself out. That's a, a good rule. I don't have a problem with that and some of the rules, but they – I think they go too far. They seem to emphasize certain rules every year. One rule. It yeah. might be pass interference. It might be offensive pass interference. Yep. It might be holding. It might be defensive or offensive holding. Things like that. But they they emphasize it and they don't look at the other things that are going on. Well, one of the things that they 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 didn't want to happen was the hip tackle that you put him you know the press down but they didn't take that out <clears throat> they're not gonna lie it though yeah, yeah they uh they they were going they, that was one of that was one of the ones that they looked at real hard but due to the fact that uh it was it was some running backs getting hurt and mostly yeah. it's mostly targeting running backs slash tackling the, the uh the linebacker tackling running backs did you know that you could, if you had dreadlocks, which we don't have to worry about, but if you had dreadlocks, you could tackle somebody on their hair 
Yeah, I, I was gonna give me some so uh glued in <laughs> and see if it was if they get tackled by my dreadlock, could they pull me down? <laughs> or would the glue or would the glue just fall apart? I don't know. So I was just trying to see the glue fall apart. Yeah, I was trying to see if the glue gonna hold and see if my scalp or something, you know, come off. Yeah. Craig, what do you think about that? What do you think? Would you have tackled somebody? By their hair. Craig probably didn't. He probably played flag football. Nah, Craig was a baller. Craig don't want to sleep. Uh -huh. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. But no, it um the rules have changed and some of them are really good, some of them are questionable. Yeah. And speaking about the NFL, we haven't talked about this. What's going on with the Cardinals, Michael Bidwell? Have Michael Bidwell, he's he been this. Oh, Craig's driving. Oh, he driving. Yeah. Well, Michael Bigwell, he 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 done done some things and then probably caught up with it. Yeah, because that is crazy what they're saying. He had burner phones. He had burner phones. Michael was making deals. He, <laughs> hey, that's what, that's what the that's what the mafia do and the, the drug drug. Does. That's what I'm saying. Fifty Cent gonna make a, a show about him. He had burner phones to talk to the uh, uh, GM at that time, Kim, and Kim was directing uh, the uh, coach, head coach what he wanted done. And one of the uh, former executives kept his burner phone. Well, I think that just a, that's just a good another good example that these owners can go forever young. Exercising their, their rights, yep. meaning that they can they can break all the rules. They, and they do, they really do, because it's crazy. Um, you know, you I'm, got you got thirty-two owners. Well, Green Bay don't have owner, but they don't pay no taxes. That's right. Well, no, they changed that rule. When did they change? It was, yeah, they changed it a couple years ago. Well, I didn't know that. I know that they were nonprofits. So. But Daniel Snyder, they're saying that he might not sell the team because he wants more money because Jeff Bezos, Bezos said he's not going to bid on the commander. Are you not? I think, no, I think Bezos oh. waiting for the Seahawks to go up for sale. Yeah. And then he wants, and they said, but they offered him $6 billion. Six Bs. Six billion for it. Wow. He wanted it for like, I think, 580 million. And they offered him six billion. That's a hell of a turn on your money. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. But it, you think about the NFL is a cash cow. It is. It is. Make so much money on it because it's a popular sport. Speaking of that, you see the. Um, the cost for YouTube to get Sunday ticket. Yeah, it's going up to about four hundred dollars, probably. Yeah, it's four forty nine. If you don't have, obviously, the YouTube package. If you do, and you uh, order it before um, June six, it's two hundred and forty nine dollars. But if you don't, it's going to be three hundred and forty nine dollars. Three forty nine for the NFL package. For the NFL package, and they're going to have multi-streams. And it's all going to be, obviously, on the internet. This will be interesting. I've never used YouTube TV, so I don't know. Well, we've we probably been getting discount uh, with the NFL Network. Of you think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. Do you think we'll get one with the uh, YouTube? We They had talked about YouTube, but we need to figure that out this year. Yeah. Yeah. And then on Twitter, all the NFL players that were on Twitter, uh, present and former, had that blue um, check mark that goes away on April, April 20th because it's the, called the legacy. What? Yeah. And people are starting to move away from Twitter already. So Elon Musk has made a mistake. Yeah. It's all about timing, you know. It really is. But 
that's a question. I know that you you do a lot of things. Would you pay to be on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok? Pay? Yeah. And then I think it's like eight ninety nine. I'll probably pay to be on Facebook. You would? Instagram. Wow. Interesting. Well, you might be paying, so get ready. Man, I got to find me a sponsor. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. That's now, my funny. next thing, have you been watching baseball? What's going on in baseball? Somewhat. Um, I, I know the Rangers are playing okay. Yeah, they're in first place. They're in first I always place. keep up with the They're Yankees. losing tonight, four to one to KC. <sighs> Devil Rays are undefeated. Yeah, they are. Um, they're uh, eleven and zero. The yeah. Tampa Bay Rays are eleven and zero. Yeah, the Yes, right. They they the Tampa Bay Rays. The Yankees are eight and four, and the Toronto Blue Jays have their seven and four. And like we just talked, uh, the Rangers are one game up against. Uh, Los Angeles. There's Los Angeles is seven and five. Yeah, the Angels. Yeah, but you know, you know, Houston gonna be coming back on that. And that yeah, because they're they're six and seven, so yeah. they're definitely gonna be coming back. So the Rangers are actually playing well. If they can stay healthy, they can at least go there. Uh oh. Oh shoot, they're Craig. What you say about the? Oh man, freaking the tapes. Hulu's doing a series on the, <laughs> the Freakman in Atlanta. It was just basically a big party. I think it was during spring uh, spring break, right, Craig? So, uh, you know, they don't have any film uh, that kind of. They have some tapes, Craig, but it wasn't like today. So yeah. they you can hey, back in the day, you can even, back in the day you can go in the locker room. You couldn't go in the locker room, and uh, you know you still still players conversation stuff. You couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Today you can do everything. Yeah. yeah. So I'm. I think we're safe, Craig. We're far enough out. Yeah. But that is the concern for some people. It can be like. But but they do need to grandfather us in on some money. Yeah. Yeah. And what they need to do. Yeah. You know, they give these they give these big TV deals. They need to put a portion of that money over there on the retired side. That's right. That's right. And these deals are getting bigger and bigger for television. TV, TV doesn't change the rules of the game. I'm telling they you. They really have. They really have. And it's come global. Yeah. Yeah, but Hulu's doing the thing. It's not on the players, it's on the the thing that happened in Atlanta, Freaknik. That used to be that big party, so and it was, it was pretty wild. It was pretty. I just heard about it. I'd never been there. But you never I, been there? I think you. I think you hosted the party, Jim. No, no. That was probably uh, Andre Rising or Deion Sanders. Yeah, like, they, you know them. You know them. Yeah, Andre, Andre Rising was. He was always in the mix. Yeah. So he got that's his girlfriend burnt his house down, mad at him. Yeah, well, uh, left, left eye, eye. was it left eye, right eye, left yeah. eye. <laughs> yeah, she burnt the house down. She burnt it. Hey, I, I sent a message out to, to the auto receiver that 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 we could say, don't have a girlfriend with no left eye. You better get your one with the right eye. <laughs> That's cold. That's cold. <laughs> <laughs> he burned his house down. Ooh, she burned it down. Andre Bad Moon Rising. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it missed yeah. some, some characters out there in the football. Oh, team. my goodness. There was some characters. Icky Woods, he was a character now. We're doing the Icky Shuffle. Yeah. Yeah. There was some characters in the NFL. Yeah. And all some of them just talk, talk to be talking. Oh man, just talk, talk, talk. Yeah, yeah. So on both sides, uh, when you talked about Tim McCire, who you played golf with, 
a couple uh, last, last week. Yeah, he played last week. He Tim. always Tim always got something to say. <laughs> always. <laughs> he was funny. He was hilarious. Tim had two boys, and they came to visit me, and uh, they uh, they came. I, I told Tim to spend night at the house, right? So Tim, two boys said, "Man, Dad, we got some nice basketball pad." And then my wife came right around the corner and said, "What you say?" They thought I lived that by myself. <laughs> it was funny. Oh my goodness, he was he was a piece of work at that. Oh yeah, yeah Tim, Tim was a piece of work. But that, like you said, there was some characters in the NFL. But yeah. everybody had nicknames back then. I always said, yeah. Now, yeah. People would be getting a bad mood if you call them by a nickname. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Imagine calling somebody Dirt Winston, Elvis Toast Patterson. He called, he been calling me. Elvis been calling me, too. Toast. Yeah. He lived up he lived in Kansas City. Elvis oh, Patterson. really? Yeah, I need to get him. I'm, I'm going to have to get Elvis on the, on the show. Yeah. You know, get he Elvis was from uh, Yates, Houston Yates. Yeah. Yeah. He's from Houston. He's yeah. from Manly. Yeah. Show lives. He. he I talked to uh, Gary Reason last week. I mean, so every night then I, I left a message. I did leave a message for Harry Carson. I'm trying to get Harry Carson on the show. Yeah. So trying to get so, Harry on the show. So, so when Elvis, you know, he was the highest at one time. He was the highest paid um, special teams player in the NFL. Yeah, he made the Pro Bowl on special teams. Yeah, and he, um, they, we asked him why they call him Toast, and we do the answer. Because he got close by the wide receiver. He said, I don't, don't see if I can get Elvis to come on the show. He, he said, called, he called me last week. Yeah. He said, because I was the toast of the town. <laughs> <laughs> he changed it to something else. He, no. yeah, toast, we used to toast his buddy in practice. I know. Elvis Patterson. Number I, 43. Number 43. But he did make. He found out he was a really good special teams, and he oh made man, he made he, yeah, he made a living. He was really good. he would run down through that through the oh my that, goodness, he breaks it and, and the punt team. People out there don't realize that, like you said, there were some guys that were characters, and he was one of them. Oh yeah, he was. He was one of. Them. And then this was this guy uh, named Ike Hoke, and he was he was from. Uh, Alcorn State. Yeah. And he was funny. <laughs> Craig liked that. <laughs> and we were playing the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, and they had this, if you Mark McMillan, the one that was on the uh, cooking show. Yeah. And Mark was only about 5'8", five, 5'8 eight, five, eight and a half. And Ike yells out there, he said, hey, hey, tell that leprechaun to get back on the box. <laughs> It's what call him Lucky Charms. We were rolling. We were rolling. That's crazy. Stuff like that. And I know Mark was mad. Stuff like that. We had some player. Play the Alabama. Man, we had some we had some characters on the team, whatever. Just say anything sometimes. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah, it was. It was a fun time, but it is what it is. Shoot, yep. we're running through this quick. We're running through it today quick. Yeah, I'm trying to see what else is going on around the country. What a uh, draft, you know. Draft, uh, yeah. Anything else? Anything well, exciting about the draft? Any, any movements? They think they're now the bets are that Bryce Young will be the number one pick. I'm telling you, Anthony Richardson is moving up. Anthony Richardson ain't going. Man, they got him going in the top ten. He won't be in the top ten. Okay, we gonna see. Those you know guys, they, they got him going to the Colts. Yeah, they said the only sure bet is Bryce Young, and I know he's undersized, and there's no quarterback that size. I would take CJ before I take Bryce Young. But now they're saying that CJ might be hard to coach. Stroud, I'm just telling you. Anthony you know, the player that I like, the player that I like, that's got all the hidden qualities, and the, and what I'm looking for the player would be Anthony Richardson. What about the kid from Tennessee? He's Herndon. 
Yeah. Or the kid from UCLA. He did better than Anthony Richardson. I'm, I'm telling you. You're looking at physical ability. No, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at five years from now. Five years. Well, I'm from looking now. at I'm looking at the Mahomes. I'm looking at the hidden jewel. He's not Mahomes. All right. Mahomes. You. Did you ever watch Mahomes in college? I'm telling you. I'm Mahomes telling you. beat Baker Mayfield, and Baker Mayfield won a Heisman Trophy. Baker Mayfield can't run like Anthony Richardson. I'm telling you now. That's all he can. He has to do more than being able to run, and he's throwing balls against air. He's not doing it, and he wasn't very successful at Florida. There are guys with he didn't have no receivers in Florida. Oh my goodness, Jamarcus Russell won a national championship. Okay, couldn't make it in there. Okay. Tim Tebow, another Florida guy. Ain't Tom, ain't now Jamar, Demarcus Russell with the LSU. Yeah. I'm, what I'm telling you is, I'm telling you in the next year or two, this guy gonna be able to get in the right uh, format for his team and mentoring, give it the right, if he give it the right coach, I'm telling you, this guy will be burning it up. There's a lot of intangibles to being a great quarterback. There are a lot of intangibles. And most of those quarterbacks play for an extended period of time. Not all. Joe Burrows transferred from Ohio State to LSU. Yep. But he had they have that it factor. I, I think you gotta have that student, that student factor, that that yeah, that, that brainwave working as well. And that's what I'm saying. I think Richardson is probably <laughs> One of the best athletes in there, but does he have that it factor? Oh yeah, I saw him. I saw him up close. You it, saw him up close, but have you seen watch Florida games? He didn't have saw, that it factor. They saw. I saw him up close during the interview with the 49ers. You know how they put you on the blackboard, mm -hmm. and he did well. I, yeah. I was impressed. That I guess that's kind of why I was impressed with it. That I saw that. I saw that. I'd be scared as scared as me. Maybe you're right, but I'd be scared to take him high. I would take the kid from TCU before I take him. I don't know. I, I just think that you, they are looking. Steve, uh, Steve Mo, the coach Mo, they played, he's coach 49ers. Mm -hmm. They, he had him in the interview room with him. Maurice Mortucci. Yeah, yeah, he had him in the interview room, and now he was impressed with him. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah, because he ain't got to draft him. That's why <laughs> impressed. Because people lose their jobs over that stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I'd be scared. Uh -huh. I, I agree with you. The guy is a phenomenal athlete. But there's been a lot of great athletes that haven't been able to play in the NFL. It's yeah. a different beast there. And I'm not saying he'll be one, but Patrick Mahomes was a phenom in college. That's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying he wasn't, but I'm just saying he kind of reminded me of um, some things that I think um, – they going to be excited. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a short thing myself. You going to take a short thing? Short thing. And maybe <clears throat> they won't have the upside of a Richardson, but they'll be consistent on it. Once, even when every time they walk in the building. He, he got some Lamar Jackson in him and Patrick Mahomes in That's what I think. And I could agree with you, but does he have that it factor? Can he lead? Can he think on the – because there's going to be people who are giving them different looks and everything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he, he, Those little things. Yeah. Lajar, and you're right, because Lamar Jackson could do well, that. Well, what I'm saying, he's been, a, to me, just looking at the news and the, and, and, and and how they've been rating these, these players, he have been the most improved player and been a surprise player. I put it out he's been a surprise player. Well, we'll see because we got to come up in the uh, next week, a couple weeks. But we're getting to the end of the show. Yeah. We're getting there. And 
we're going to be watching Anthony Richardson and seeing which way he goes and where he's drafted at. We got two more weeks to the draft. But as always, it's been a pleasure. And, you know, let's do it again next week. Home day, baby. Let's go. Let's go get it. Let's go. All right, Byron. Okay. All right.